This is WMPG. My name is Dr. Anne, and this is Safe Space, a live forum for courageous discussion of uncomfortable or difficult subjects. Tonight is the second to last in a series about trauma, and in honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to do tonight about using Tantra uh, to heal after sexual abuse. And I want to just say in advance that because this show is about subjects that are hard to talk about, it can also be, they can also be subjects that are hard to listen about. And so I want to just offer a parental advisory that tonight's content may not be appropriate for all ages. My guest is Betta DeBoer Vanderkoek. Betta is a body psychotherapist trained in Rubenfeld Synergy Method and Internal Family Systems, who is now an advanced certified Tantra educator. Betta, welcome to Safe Space. Thank you, Anne. So glad you're here. I want to ask you if you could start out by explaining what is Tantra? Well, um, Tantra um, comes from India, and it, in ancient India, it was taught as an art form um, that every person, every household should master. So it was a way of helping couples um, to develop healthy sexual practices. And the belief was that that would bring harmony in the house. I've read a little bit about it mm-hmm. in preparation for tonight. Yeah. But maybe you could sort of sketch out a little bit about are there kind of basic principles or I know there's a kind of energy or spiritual link and I wondered if you could just... Give us a little bit of a sense of that. Yeah, so with that is the, there's, you know, our bodies are energy bodies. And when we join in with another person in sexual activity, we actually exchange energy. And by being as, as aware as possible of one's own energy in one's body, the joining of those energies with another person becomes easier and creates a possibility for um, for ecstasy and for transcendence. So say, I want to just really take that in. So you're mm-hmm. saying if you're aware of your the energy in your own body, then it becomes more possible to join the energy with someone else's to reach ecstasy. Yes. Okay, so how does one do that? When you say becoming aware of the energy in your own body, what does that mean? Well, breath is energy. And one way to become aware of one's own energy in one's body is by beginning to be aware of breath and to begin to practice breath techniques and become aware of how we have different energy centers in our body and that lovemaking, sexual activity, we don't just do that with one part of our body, we do that with our entire body. And by becoming aware of all these different aspects of our body, so there's a, you know, there's at the, at the bottom of the spine, there is, what we call the first chakra. And as we move up the spine, we reach the second chakra, which is the sexual energy center um, or energy wheel, if you will. Um, There's a third chakra. And then in the solar plexus, there's a fourth chakra in the heart. 
the throat chakra right at the, at the throat, the sixth chakra right by the forehead, and then the seventh chakra sits right above the head. Now, in tantric lovemaking, all these energy centers are involved. So we do not make love just from that second chakra, from you know our sexual organs. We make love with the entire body. And there is a connection between that heart energy and the second chakra. And so, you know, I've learned about chakras on and off mm-hmm. in different contexts in my life. But I'm really not, you know, medical school did not train me in chakras, no. <laughs> to put it mildly. And so, and there I, was a time when I went chakras. Right. What is that? Now I think it's become a more, you know, it's it's become more accepted to talk the, about chakras. Yes, I mean, almost everyone knows a little bit about it. But mm-hmm. I'm curious if we're talking about being aware of the energy in your body mm-hmm. when you're making love and. Do, can you actually, are you talking about breathing into those centers? Are you talking about being able to actually physically sense the energy in those centers? Well, everybody must, you know, everybody has had an experience at one time or another of joining heart energy. You know, when when you meet a beloved and there is an attraction, it's not only an attraction, a sexual attraction. There's also a heart connection between one person and another person. And one can sense that. One can feel that. Mm-hmm. You know, their hearts become warm when we connect mm-hmm. with another heart. Yeah, and soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's soft. It's fascinating. So uh, tell me, I want to backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. before we go on, which is to ask you, you know, I know you've also come up in, in also more traditional settings in some mm-hmm. ways. How did you get drawn to Tantra? How did I get to it? Well, I had a client, a woman in her 50s, who had been in treatment with me for a long time. I mean, as you know, I'm a clinical social worker also. And unhappy in her marriage, but very loyal. Got married at age 21. Very, yeah, as I said, very loyal. And struggling with depression and anxiety and not feeling very authorized in her life in all kinds of aspects. And as we went through the therapy she began to find her voice and began to feel more and more authorized. The one place where she didn't was in the bedroom. And she also had um, a bit, and I have her permission to, you know, to be talking about this. Um, She also um, had a, a history of incest in her family. So there was a lot of sexual hang-ups, sexual shame, sexual fear, fears around sexuality. And she, on her own, during a um, body therapy session that she, you know, she was very resourceful and went for all kinds of alternative treatments because she really wanted to get better. Um, She, during this body therapy session, um, the practitioner asked her, are you allowed to be a girl? And she reported to me that the tears just began streaming. Now, this was not somebody who had an easy access to emotions. And this particular practitioner gave her the book, um, The Art of Conscious Loving, Tantra, The Art of Conscious Loving, by Charles and Caroline Muir. And she read it. 
And she absolutely loved it. And she knew that what they described in that book was just what she deep down knew. That's what she, she knew deeply that that was what sex was all about. And so she went online and um, went to the beginner's workshop that um, Charles and Caroline Muir, or it was actually Charles Muir and uh, Leah Alchin, um, gave. And she came back really transformed and then um, told me, reported in therapy, that she was going to be working with um, a sexual healer. Now, as a very conventional therapist, I went, whoa, 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 what if, who are these people? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, is this safe? Um, it was quite amazing. But she was really intent on it, and um, and I just saw her transform. She mm. became more, you know, she became more aware of her body. Her face began to glow. She, Her mm. voice became even stronger than it had already begun to develop. So I was intrigued. So I, too, began, you know, went to the beginner's workshop, and I was so blown away by it that I went through the three teacher trainings. There are three levels so that now I can teach, you know, tantra practices, and I run groups for women um, who... Um, you know, who have some history of sexual abuse. And um, I'm the coordinator for the Source Tantra School of uh, Tantra Yoga. So So it's a really moving story, and I'm struck by that initial question. Are you allowed to be a girl? And and tell me about what that meant for her. That It sounds like that question was sort of like a turning point. It was a huge turning point. She... um, you know, in no matter how far we have come, there is some, there's still a lot to be done for women in general. And I'm not saying that there isn't also, you know, a lot of abuse for men and men have to do a lot of healing as well. But, you know, there is, and for her it meant, and, and for me increasingly also, is that, you know, are we allowed to be real, full, sexual human beings? Or do we have to take care of others all the time? Can we let go? And what's really interesting about, you know, I'm not a neuroscientist, but I know these little tidbits of uh, of, uh, of brain, uh, brain uh, reports, and that is that when women come to orgasm, their brain completely shuts down. It's like they, you know, there is nothing going on. When a man comes to orgasm, there's still a little part of the brain that stays aware. And the idea is that a man, you know, needs to stay in touch with the danger of what's going on around in, you know, in the Mm -hmm. olden days. Mm -hmm. And for a woman, they in the safety of the protection of the man, they can completely let go and not have to be aware of anything around them anymore. But, hmm. you know, we have been so socialized that to do that brings up a lot of fears. Yes, I mean, I think anxiety. women so often, particularly, yeah. you know, since this show in some ways is really dedicated to 
uh, those who have suffered sexual abuse, the mm-hmm. idea of letting go of control completely it's even more so. is very, very yeah. threatening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so maybe we can shift to that because when we were talking ahead of time, you, you said, I wrote it down, you said, you know, with sexual abuse survivors, they tend to have to leave their body. Mm-hmm. They tend to not be able to play or be creative around sexuality. Yep. And they tend to have a hard time accessing real pleasure. Yep. And you said that Tantra was really helpful for all three of those things. And I would love to have you maybe ex- explain a little bit more about how Tantra works in terms of those three things, because they seem so powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So let me, before I answer that, um, what I'd like to do is just run through a few points of, you know, I I also work with a model of, you know, what is healthy sexuality. Okay. And I just want to list them for a minute because I think it's really important. Okay. Um, it's not performance-based. It's not about performance. It's about loving, honest communication. It's knowing what you like and dislike knowing one's erogenous zones, and it's about creating situations and planning. And you already mentioned it. It's about having a playful state of mind and a sense of humor. And it's about healthy body and good nutrition and exercise. And it's about relaxation and managing stress. Now, all those points Tantra addresses. And obviously... You know, when somebody suffers of trauma, especially around sexuality, you know, they're dissociated, they're shut down, they carry an enormous amount of low self-esteem, and they indeed leave their body. Um, Sometimes they even hate themselves. There's an Mm -hmm. intense dislike of self. Um, And then sometimes there's a really unhealthy merging of boundaries between partners, which makes it much harder to be together. Okay? Okay. So what Tantra does is, one, it teaches skills. And this particular form of the source school of Tantra that, that Charles and Caroline Muir developed um, have developed ways in which they separate a session, what they call like a, they call it a sacred spot, a sacred spot healing session, where they separate the person who's receiving and the person who's giving, so that there are no confusions around who has to give back at what time, you know, at at, at different moments, and. When a person goes through that kind of, you know, sexual healing, it is actually really, really difficult to just receive. So that is, that is one aspect where a person who has been traumatized can begin to explore her or his body in a very safe environment where he or she is held by the other person. And there are no expectations of having to give back. That's one aspect. Right. So you're saying that, so there's really clear roles and they both know who's receiving and who's giving. Yeah. So the one receiving, and 
you're saying earlier, you know, about women being so socialized that they always have to be giving. Mm-hmm. So it's like a practice in receiving. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Then right. along with that is Tantra teaches very specific skills around breathing exercises. Very specific meditation exercises where, where two partners can lie spoon fashion and begin to harmonize their breaths and begin with meditation to focus on these different chakras that I mentioned earlier. And, you know, it's not within the scope of our half hour to really go through that extensively, but it is in the book actually, and it's a wonderful exercise where people can begin to really come home in their bodies. And for traumatized people, that is really scary. So to do that with a trusted partner with skills, that opens up the door for more and more connection. And and I want to just pause around that because I was very moved by reading that in the mm-hmm. book. And I almost thought, I don't know if it's possible, you know, to almost role play it with you if, if you were going to teach me how to do it. If, could we do that in three okay. minutes? <laughs> okay. So if I were to teach that with you and your partner, for Yes, example. exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. what, how would you tell me to do that? Okay. So, I, first of all, I would ask between the two of you to decide who is more in need at that particular moment to be the receiver or the giver. Okay. Okay? So you can decide right now in this moment what you want to be. You want to be the receiver? I'm going to be, be the receiver. You want to be the receiver. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. okay. So we then um, ask people to lie on their left side and to have the receiver be on the inside and the giver on the outside, so spoon fashion. Okay. Okay. And you, and you make it really comfortable with pillows and um, softness and the person in the back, the giver, has his hand, so in this case his hand, through underneath the crook of the, of the neck of the person who's receiving. And that left hand comes somewhere on the head or on the forehead. You know, there, people have different body shapes, so there are different ways of what you can reach and what you can't. But you're kind of cradling your partner's head. But you're cradling head. your partner. But there has to be a crook underneath the neck, and you have to do that with by propping up with pillows. Okay. Okay? And then um, the other hand, the right hand of the giver, comes over onto the heart of the receiver. Yeah? And okay. that goes underneath the arm, underneath the right arm. Okay. Okay? And the person who is receiving can then place her, his hands, you know, on on top of the hand that is on the heart chakra, right. which is right on in the middle of the chest, between between the breasts or okay. between the nipples. All right. Okay. So, and then you begin to breathe. You begin to listen to each other, and the person in the back imagines the energy coming up from the earth through their left side, into their heart, and from their heart, it goes into the heart of, through the back of that person. You're really visualizing that. And you begin to harmonize these breaths. And is the giver harmonizing their breath with the receiver, or are they 
kind of tuning into each other and they're mutually... tuning into each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so again, just to make it really, so, if I was the giver, mm-hmm. I'd be imagining the energy coming from the earth through my left side, through my heart, into the heart of the receiver. Yes. And you're sort of breathing into your hearts together. That's right. Exactly. Uh huh. Okay. And the person receiving is imagining letting go of whatever it was that was stressful or, you know, this is also a fantastic exercise when you've had an argument or when you're in the middle of an argument and you need to reconnect. You know, you stop the argument, you let it go, and you really do this exercise. And there are, in in Tantra, that we, we have certain sounds that go together with the different chakras and there are certain visualizations of shapes. And the reason we do that one with the sounding is to, you know, when we stop breathing, we can't feel pleasure. It's not, you know, when we go into shame, when we go into fear, we aren't breathing and it's not conducive to a good sexual connection. So, so, so by in do, using the voice, we open up the channels and we open up the breath. Now, visualizing the different shapes for each chakra gets us to go into our right side of our brain. When we go into our left side of our brain, we're into thinking, into words, into stories. When one is making love, it's a physical experience, and one needs to, you know, get out of the, out of one's head. Mm-hmm, right. So and I so see. These, so, yeah. So, and so the so shapes these take you there. Help people to come into their bodies. This is Dr. Anne at Safe Space. I'm talking to Betta DeBoer Vanderkoek about tan- Tantra in, uh, for sexual healing of sexual abuse survivors. I want to shift now, Betta, because mm-hmm. we, we have so little time. I know, and we can t- go. <laughs> we could. But, there, you know, thank you for that, by the way. That exercise sounds really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I will try it. And I want to ask you about two other exercises that were very intriguing. The first one they call sacred spot massage. And as it kind of, and I'd love it if you could just explain what is that and what is the healing aspect of it particularly. Okay. Okay. So a massage is working with tissues. A sacred spot massage is an internal massage of, um, you know, of, of the, um, of the female genitalia. Um, and by bringing in loving energy, people can begin to relax. Now, there are physical therapists who do this work in a very clinical way, but there are also sexual healers that do it much more with the guidance and the instructions of the tantric practices. So that, you know, these sexual healers help people to um, to use their voice to move the energy and to really stay present if anything comes up that may feel traumatic. So for my patient, for example, um, you know, she at first when she went through the sexual healing, there was a lot of pain 
and there was a lot of tension and a lot no pleasure no um oh, yeah just tense mm-hmm. and constricted and by you know doing actual massage those this is internal. To heal. We're talking about sort of massage around the cervix or so- massage around what's called the G-spot. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm talking it... about the G-spot. I'm talking about the inter- you know, the, the, pu- the ridge inside of the pubic bone. We're talking about, you know, the women's genitalia are this incredible organ that is not just a hole. It's an amazing responsive it's it's an amazing it moves you know it's alive and and what i'm hearing you're saying is that through very intentional conscious massage internal massage mm-hmm. there can be a kind of emotional healing process yes. that happens yeah and these you know these tissues carry carry the traumatic issues so and it's almost so, like a way to access them through and the body and that's a way of accessing and to <gasps> release them yeah and partners, you don't, and it sounds like a partner could do this for their own lover. It wouldn't have to necessarily be a professional. It doesn't have to be. Uh-huh. Although sometimes it's more complicated because, you know, partners' own issues get in the way sometimes. Because right. it's hard to, you know, to work with, with issues around trauma and sexual abuse and see your partner suffer around that. Right. That's, you have to be really grounded. So, so in the interest of time, I want to ask you about the the last exercise in the book about um, ejaculatory control for mm-hmm. men, um, because that's also something so foreign to our yep. Western's understanding about sexuality. Mm-hmm. And how is that healing for men? And what is it? And how is it healing? Okay, so one, it's healing because um, a man can be much more present and therefore connect much more with. A woman. It creates a whole lot more space for opening up the pleasure of the woman, and that in turn will give pleasure to the man. And it will teach a man to have orgasms without necessarily having to ejaculate. So on that really provocative note, yeah. we are going to have to stop. We're going to have to stop. We're, I know. We're there, but I, that will get people to read more. So why don't you say again what the title of the book is, Better? Okay. And then I'd like to share also, um, yes. you know, some informational evenings. Yes, let's do that. Okay, great. So the book is The Art of Conscious Loving, yes. or Tantra, The Art of Conscious Loving. It's by Charles and Caroline Muir. Wonderful. And then, Tell um, us about your workshop, because I know you're offering one in April, and I bet there are people who are going to want to come to it. Yes, and so there's a workshop on April 29, April 30, and May 1st. It's going to be held in Watertown. Massachusetts. And now I'm looking for, oh, here they are. Okay, and they're going to be taught by Charles Muir and Leah Alchin. Um, starts on Friday evening. I have two informational evenings scheduled, one on February 20th, and one on March 13th from 7.30 to 9 at 23 Main Street. And is there a phone number or a website? Cause we're and the website is www.sourcetantra.com. Okay. And if you call me. Okay, and your number is? 617-312-4116. Okay. And you leave your address and uh, contact information I will send you a free CD 
of um, you know some more in-depth explanation of what Tantra is all about. Beta, thank you so much. You've been such a fascinating and wonderful guest. I you so are appreciate so it. welcome, and I very much enjoyed it too. This is Dr. Anne it's on Safe Space. I've been talking to Beta Deboer Vanderkoek about Tantra for sexual healing for sexual abuse survivors. If you'd like to listen to this entire show and you didn't get to today, you can go to the website at www.safespaceradio.com. You can email it to your friends. You can subscribe and get the weekly announcement of the topic. You can also download it through iTunes. In the meantime, my thanks go to Jen Hodgson for mixing the sound, Maurice Lennon for the music, and Neil McKenty for being my consultant. Coming up next is a new sports show. We're not doing Money Talks this evening, and we'll be excited to find out more about it.